0: morning bliss lovers, welcome to the Find Your Bliss radio show here on Plains FM every Thursday morning at 9 o'clock where we come together and talk about all things intuitive, metaphysical, emotional, spiritual, psychological and everything else in between. Today we are talking about quite a charged topic which is comparison, competition and jealousy. So uh, I wanted to really speak to this from a business owner's perspective but also from life perspective. Because I think it's it's topical in the respect that I know friends who go on social media and they look at other people's lives and it can make them feel miserable, <laughs> right? I don't I don't really have that so much. I see um, social media as uh, a tool, you know, which is and again you get to choose where you place your focus. But I really want to unpack these topics because I think uh, comp- comparison, competition, and jealousy can create so much angst for us and how do we um, navigate our path and still remain open when we're either feeling jealous or we're on the receiving end of jealousy and stay tuned folks because I've actually got a seven step process to use to help you get back to center and center really is balance neutrality, you know, coming back to the place where you're not having the experience of the contraction, which is what jealousy in particular creates within us and our energetic field. So let's start unpacking this a little bit. I mean, comparison is probably the lighter version, but everything has light and dark in it. So comparison, of course, is when we're looking at ourselves and our life versus other people and what they have and what they've going on. This is obviously really apparent in social media when you look on places particularly like Instagram, which is more visual, and you can look at people and they're having these most spectacular experiences, amazing bodies, you know, and it's all about uh, living this ultimate lifestyle. And then we can go into comparison and go, well, I'm not having that experience, so what does that say about me? Uh, Competition, of course, is, you know, maybe a next step beyond that, where we're actually kind of in the game. Um, my own experience of competition is I always, I wasn't really aware of it within myself competition but then I realised that you actually have to be in the game and also remembering folks, any of these words can have a light or a dark connotation so competition can be really healthy of course, you know we watch the Olympics and we're like this is amazing right like watching all these ultra athletes compete Uh, but then of course competition can be unhealthy just like everything we can have a light or a dark within it So, um, for myself, I never really acknowledged competition within myself and then I realised, well, you actually have to be in the ring or on the starting block to compete. So, I kind of gave myself permission. It's safe, right, and good to be a person who competes. However, You don't want to do that with other people, right? You want to do it with yourself. So how do you get to wake up tomorrow morning and be a better person than you were yesterday? That's really where you want to focus your attention. Um, Because of course, you know, when you start taking your energy external, you lose power. So and that's that's super important to realize right the only person really at the end of the day that you can compete with is yourself everybody else in your reality yes they may be an extension of you but they're never going to have had the same experiences as, as you they're never going to have had the same wounds the same um, the same achievements the same celebrations the same challenges everybody is unique. So really, at the end of the day, the only person you can compete with is yourself. Now let's unpack this though, because before we even step into talking about jealousy, What happens, of course, is we need to really start to be aware if if we're starting to experience some of these feelings. Because, of course, what happens is we have a thought process which contributes to a feeling and that can happen instantaneously. In a nanosecond, you can look at something and instantaneously not feel good because your filter has already gone into comparison or competition. It can be that quick. (laughs) And that's why we need to catch ourselves. We need to be really aware of the thought processes that we're having but essentially even competition comparison and jealousy they are all going to take you to one place and one place only which is where you are starting to attack. Now ironically what you're really attacking is yourself. You're saying on some level how I am showing up Is not okay. So it turns into attack and judgment. And when we're in those energies, right, that's victim energy. And victim energy loves to victimize. So if we're in our victim, we will automatically be starting to make things around us wrong. Right, that's wrong, that person's wrong, or I'm wrong, or you know, they have it better than me, so therefore I'm wrong, or I don't have what they have, so therefore I'm wrong, or you know, the competition aspect of like, how come they're doing that well and I'm not doing that well? You know, these are all attack thoughts, and that's something that we need to be really aware of, right? When I'm experiencing comparison and the dark side, right? Comparison, competition, or jealousy, I'm going into attack thought energy. And of course, when you start doing that, you're kind of um, stepping, stepping into the archetype of the victim and making yourself wrong and reinforcing duality. Duality, of course, being light or dark, good, bad, right, wrong, pass, fail. And that's not a great place to be. And that's not your true essence. Your true essence, of course, is oneness. And when you're reinforcing duality, it Hurts, (laughs) right? It creates suffering. That victim energy, which will often go into things like blame or attack or um, guilt or shame, all of those energies can come up when we go into comparison, competition, and jealousy. So, what we want to get good at is observing our own thoughts and noticing when we do this to ourselves. And sometimes it can, like I said, it can happen so quickly, we just can instantaneously feel terrible. And that's where we need to do the work of being the observer. Observing our own thought processes which are going to contribute to the feeling. And the thought process is always the start of the chemical reaction that results in the feeling in the body. So we need to go back to the beginning and going, where am I making myself wrong? Where am I looking at this image or looking at this other person or looking at this circumstance? And kind of having an attack thought about it. About them? Oh, lucky for them. You know, you know, I've had all sorts of interesting things, you know, and we'll talk a bit more about that later, right? People attributing their own stuff to you. Um, yeah, crazy, right? Where people's minds go. But it's attack thoughts. It's easy for you, or you've got the resources, or, you know, you've got people who will help you out, or you've got something that I don't have. All of that stuff is attack thoughts. So again, we need to go back to that place of going, okay, what am I going to do in terms of the fact that in this moment I'm actually attacking myself and that's not just hurting me, it's hurting the other person as well. It's hurting whoever I'm attacking because again, like I said, you're reinforcing the duality, but when you're looking at somebody, if you're judging them, you're basically saying to yourself, that's not available to me. And this is the ironic thing about jealousy, competition, and comparison. When you're starting to do that, what often is happening is the universe in some way is kind of showing you your potential. Okay, it's showing you your potential. And that's why it's landing with you on some level, right? That's why you're getting triggered because you think about it as well. We don't really get jealous of people who are in a completely different field from us. We get jealous of people who are in our industry, in our circle, in the, um, you know, wanting to create the same things that we are. Like the ballerina doesn't get jealous of a basketball player. It doesn't make any sense, right? Why would they? Right? They're in a completely different lane. So it's always the people that you see in your own lane that you're probably going to have some of these spiky feelings with. Now, there's one person who comes to mind that I've had these jealous feelings about and and they're not in New Zealand and they're not in the United States. They're in a completely different country. And I was really in the energy of, oh my goodness, what's going on with her that she's been able to step into success so quickly? Now, a couple of things that I did do at the time though as I rationaled it with myself, right? And I said to myself, actually, I have no idea what her experience has been and... It's not for me because that's her experience, right? I had enough awareness to be able to go. Maybe I would absolutely hate it, that level of success that she's been able to achieve in a really short period of time. Maybe it would just drop all my wheels off and all my bolts would fall out. And, you know, it's not the experience for me. And that, of course, is confirmed because the universe, you have a unique path with the universe. So when we go into comparison, what we're doing is we're saying the experience that I'm having is wrong on some level. And this is really in a nutshell, a huge issue for most humans, right? That they're saying that somehow my life experience is not the way it should be. You've got to get those shoulds out and start shooting all over yourself, right? And we create resistance. And when we create the resistance, then we become unhappy. We're saying this is wrong and we're reinforcing it by focusing our attention on it and saying it should be different than this. And this is what can drive us into complete despair because we're saying that we are saying, I don't trust the universe, I don't trust life, it's not showing up the way that it's supposed to, it can be a cause of so much resentment and frustration, not just towards yourself, but towards other people, towards the universe, towards God. You know, that's often what I help people to shift in their relationship with life, is not just... um, Letting go of where they think it should look different than how it's showing up is to shift that relationship with the divine aspect of themselves, so they can drop into a deeper sense of trust and know that everything is unfolding the way that it should. You know, and how you're going to be able to tell your emotionals, your you know your emotional field if you're feeling good. You're on track. You're on in alignment. If you're not feeling good, it's showing you something. And it's not showing you something to beat you up. Life isn't beating you up. The universe is just showing you something that's looking to be healed. Or you've gone into an erroneous thought. So an erroneous thought can definitely create a feeling in your body. Erroneous meaning, you know, incorrect thinking. Thinking that is not the truth. So if you've gone into an erroneous thought process, that can contribute to a feeling. And then of course as humans we love to do this, right? We love to make our feelings reality. No, your feelings are not reality. Your feelings are like clouds in your energy field. Not in a good way or a bad way, just like a Beautiful fluffy cloud, it moves. It moves through, right? You, who you are, is like the sun. It's consistent. It shines all the time. It doesn't go. I'm having a bad day today, so I'm not going to feel like shining. It's consistently there. Whereas your emotions move through your energy field, but they can give you guidance. They can give you guidance as to go: Am I an expansion and truth, or am I in contraction and in an illusion? because you did not come here to suffer. And sometimes we just have to learn the tools of the universe to be able to go, oh, wow, you know, I've obviously told myself a story because I'm experienced contraction, also known as feeling like rubbish. <laughs> right? So when you're in that space, you know, and this is life too, right? Life can be Hard Life can be difficult. But this is the thing. The universe never gives you anything that you can't handle. If you have a lot of wounds, that can be an amazing journey of healing and discovery and soothing those wounds so you can become the person that you wish to become. But when we're talking about competition, comparison and jealousy, of course, what happens when these emotions come up within us or the energy of jealousy, it can feel very contracted. It can feel really sharp and painful. So, a couple of things, right, if you are experiencing a feeling of jealousy, first and foremost, right, these are the seven steps, so let's go through them. First and foremost, acknowledge that it's there. You cannot give something up to God and say, please take this heaviness away from me. If you do not acknowledge that it is there, you have to say, wow, I'm feeling jealous, right? Be aware. Own it is the second step. What do I mean by own it? It is yours. It is your creation. It is something that is coming up within you. And when it is yours, you have to take ownership for it. That means you are aware if you are going into judgment, criticism or blame of the other person or the other situation. Now we can do this on a personal level with people in our lives, and we can also do it on a collective level, right? Like life is against me, everybody else has it better, everybody else has more opportunities, everybody else has got what it takes and I don't. So just be very aware of that, am I because it's easy to do that, right? If you're looking at social media and you're scrolling through a feed and kind of going, oh my goodness, look at all these people, right? Who seem to have a better life than I do. Take your power back from that, you're reinforcing an illusion instead of going, you know, and again, I get this, women do this a lot, but that's a story for another day in regards to body, right? Oh my God, they've got an amazing body. I don't have that body. So therefore, something's wrong with me. Fastest way to make yourself feel like rubbish, right? And again, we have to, and you know, I do not look, look at social media like that at all. You know, I look in admiration, but I don't, you know, don't want to hurt yourself by making yourself wrong. And this really comes from mastering your own attack thoughts. So by owning it, number two, You are aware that it's a feeling that has originated from yourself. So you're not blaming, judging, criticizing, or making the other person wrong. What does that do? That reinforces separation. What does that do? That makes you feel disconnected, isolated, alone, unsupported, and ostracized. So we want to be very aware look, oh wow, I've gone into an attack thought. Maybe it's happened really quickly. And what am I going to choose to do next I'm gonna own it so I'm gonna be aware enough so I'm not gonna criticize attack and judge the other person when I had these feelings of jealousy in regards to this other person a couple of things right I was like oh this is the universe showing me my own potential thank you so much universe but also too I was aware enough to go these are my feelings they're not about her It's not about her. It's got nothing to do with her because she could be another person in a different body having the same experience and I would probably still be feeling the same way, okay? But then from there to actually go, okay, well, these are my feelings, so I'm not going to, you know, and intentionally did that, right? I don't want to extend the energy of hurt, woundedness, jealousy towards her because that's not her stuff, that's mine. I'm owning it. I'm taking responsibility for it. I'm going to unpack it. I'm going to heal it. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to be accountable for these feelings of contraction that I am experiencing okay and then the next step so the first one is to acknowledge it the second one is to own it which means that you don't go around bad-mouthing people because you're just going to make it worse you're just going to reinforce those feelings of comparison competition jealousy etc and the attack thoughts it's going to make you feel worse you know like your mother was so right if she ever said to you if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all right it really does go back to even in, in I think that's the oath, right, that they take when you're in medical school, which is first, do no harm. Keep your mouth shut. If you don't have anything nice to say, be aware, own the feelings, right? And number three, feel it. Turn it up. Right, investigate, because this is what we do all the time as humans, as we turn the volume down on the intensity of the feeling. If you want to get really good at feeling your feelings and allowing them to move through your energy field quickly, you will know what it takes to expand your energy field and turn the feeling up. Go into the depths of it. Why? Why do you want to do that? Because you're reclaiming your power from the feeling. If you do it with focus and intensity and certainty that it will shift and that you are going to be present to the energy of discomfort that is there because there always is discomfort when we're feeling a contracted emotion. It's showing you that there's part of you that's given away your power. You know, and it takes some time often to learn how to do that, to learn how to be present to the emotion and actually really feel it. You know, even this morning, you know, because, you know, guys know, right, that my dad passed away last year. I can't believe it's almost a year coming up in May. It's so crazy. But even this morning on the treadmill, right, just like this huge bubble of grief came up. And just to allow myself to have a really good cry. My treadmill's really interesting for that, actually. I've had a lot of interesting emotional experiences on my treadmill. So... Allowing the energy to be released. What did I do? I, you know, kind of kept on moving to start with. And then I realized that I needed to focus and concentrate on how I was feeling because the movement was kind of taking me out of it a little bit. So I stopped. And then I actually crouched down and just had a really big cry to let the emotion move through. Not judging myself, not making myself wrong, not, um, you know, looking for validation for anybody. You know, I just get to feel it because I know how to do that. And of course, I know from experience and from doing the work that it always shifts. You never stay in a continuous emotion unless maybe that you're suffering from depression and then you need to start applying some tools and working the tools consistently until you've got more spaciousness in your energetic frequency. So first step, right? acknowledge that it's there. Second step is to own it and to, you know, own your feelings and then feel them. Right. And some of this can be intense. It can be scary to sit there with our feelings of comparison or competition or jealousy. But again, realizing those are all attack thoughts, if they're on the negative. It can be really contracting in your own energy field and that is going to slow you down. You know, if you're not acknowledging it, if you're not owning it, and if you're not feeling it, you can be guaranteed that it will come out. I remember once having a woman in my living room and she talked about herself for about, and about all her achievements for about an hour and a half. And I remember just thinking at the time, like without even the opportunity to converse with her, And I remember thinking at the time, like, what is going on for her that she doesn't feel acknowledged, right? She doesn't feel in some way that she's good enough. And, you know, when you have that awareness, there's no judgment in her experience. It's just kind of the awareness of like, oh, this is interesting, right? Because this person's obviously really wanting to feel safe, right? They're obviously having attack thoughts towards themselves that they kind of need to press Um, their energy onto other people, you know. And again, when you have these awarenesses, it's easier to be more compassionate. If you don't, then it can be, you know, your ego can get involved and be like, yeah, what's this person going on about, right? You know, that's why we want to learn how to see psychically. That's why we want to learn to live intuitively because it's easier to have more compassion because you can actually see where people are coming from, which is usually fear, right? Fear of, I'm not good enough. Okay, so number four, is to realize that there there has been an erroneous thought that has created this feeling, right? Your erroneous thought in some way, shape or form is, I'm not good enough. That person's better than me. They have more resources. They have more opportunities. They're more attractive. They're making more money. They've got some magic genie in their back pocket that I don't seem to have. Those are all erroneous thoughts, right they are not the truth of who you are so it's a like it's almost like it's a creation that you've made it's an illusion that you've created that you're giving energy to by giving it the appearance that it's real you know really what you could say is that life is the illusion you know we're having an experience a a spiritual being having a human experience So our reality really is our creation of our perception and often too what creates our unhappiness is our perception of attack, our attack thoughts, our thoughts of vengeance, of not being able to see things as neutral, as not even actually being able to go, you know what, this this airing It's not even real, right? It's really just oscillating field of energy. And so is everything else in my reality. And if I'm going to reinforce it as being real and therefore driving duality, separation, inevitably it's going to lead you to a place where you all suffer. As opposed to going, actually, all of this life is kind of like a dream. It's reality. And, you know, I am beyond this. My body will perish. I will go on. The truth of who I am will go on. That is what is real. That is my divine nature. And this reality, I get to show up. But if I want to really be able to create reality, I'm going to have to let go of where I've invested things as being real, where I've invested identity in things, and take all my power back from my own perception. And that's not, you know, that's not for the faint-hearted. Not everybody chooses to do that. And that's totally fine. You know, you have free will. You get to choose. But if you, you know, if you've experienced a lot of suffering, often you feel driven to find the solution, right? Like there has to be more than this. This is too painful. This is not the reality that I signed up for. And that's where spirit comes knocking and says, I can help you. If you are open, if you are willing, if you want to activate those energies within yourself, because not everybody will do that. And again, that's totally fine. Everybody has free will. But again, if you want to be free of these um, feelings and energies, you'll do the inner work. You'll take responsibility for your feelings. So like I said, number four is realizing that it's an erroneous thought that has created this feeling, the erroneous. And just to be, remind yourself and go, oh, look what I've done. I've told myself a silly story and I've made it real, right? I've told myself a silly story that somehow because my body is different than somebody else's that I must be less than. Oh my goodness, do I see this all the time? Like women beating themselves up because of this ideal they have of being perfect. And they spend so much time and energy on perfection, because they're not necessarily doing it for themselves, they're often doing it for other women, interestingly enough, or, um, you know, they're romantic partners to be this ideal, so therefore they'll be found attractive, so therefore they'll be safe. You know, it's really fascinating to unpack some of that stuff because it's so based on fear, fear of not being good enough, fear of not being loved as you are, fear of, you know, criticism. You can imagine, right, that people who are in those energies are spending a lot of time attacking themselves, berating themselves, humiliating themselves. You know, so again, we need to learn what it takes to stop these attack thoughts occurring. Start identifying, oh my goodness, look, I'm telling myself a story. Oh my goodness, I was just really mean to myself. Oh my goodness, I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to choose something else instead, even if it feels unnatural or uncomfortable. I'm going to do some brain gym and I'm going to sort this out. Okay, so number five is to remind yourself who you actually are. Look, I've just had an erroneous thought. I'm actually going to remind myself that I'm a creator being in a body. I'm a limitless being, right? Um, I am beyond time and space. I'm here having a human experience. I am making these things in my life real when they're not real. What is real is love, what is real is your infinite self. What is real is the fact that you are a soul, right? You're having, your are in a body, you've got a particular personality, you have a soul, you're connected to spirit through your soul. That's what's real. So learning how to shift your attention from the real reality as such to your true reality which is knowing yourself as that infinite being. So reclaiming your power back from your erroneous thought process to go, actually, wow, look, for a moment there, I forgot that I was a creator being in a body. And I'm just going to remind myself of that because a creator being in a body, do they experience jealousy? No, it's a very human condition, right? So number six is to get the message, right? Because often, too, when we're feeling jealous, there's information in that. It's kind of like, wow, wow, that's showing me what's possible for me. That's showing me what's possible in terms of me stepping up. It's showing me what's possible in terms of me creating that experience. Showing me what's possible. But again, we want to do this free and clear of our ego. Because on a soul level, there's a very different um, creation from doing something from a soul level versus doing something from a human level. Uh, And a human level will often reinforce, I need to do this, I have to do this, I should do this, uh, this is what society expects of me, versus on a soul or a spirit level where we are actually going, what feels amazing? What can I create that feels really expanded? So it's a very different set of parameters in terms of creation and to have the courage to listen to that which you can see is actually taking you away really from the external it's bringing you back to yourself and the relationship that you're having with yourself to be able to start asking these questions right what is it that would really light me up at the deepest part of my being rather than what I think I should be doing and um, notice there I said think not even feel Like we're often so trained to be in our head that we're not in our body, we're not in our heart space and, you know, if we're in our heads it's easier to stay in ego because we're constantly not feeling safe and we're constantly, um, you know, like I I did an amazing thing yesterday, folks. I did a um, personality assessment, it's called an NEO. Did it with an amazing woman called Dr. Robin McKay. If you're interested... um, come hit me up and I'll give you her details Um, fascinating just like I discovered some really interesting things about myself right like if I'm in a room I'm like you know I'm probably one of ten people who is the most relaxed in the room Right, I discovered that I have a low sensitivity to stress. <laughs> you guys might have noticed that, right, through the podcast. That, um, that doesn't mean that I don't feel and don't feel deeply. Like I scored really high in terms of openness. It just means that, you know, like my central nervous system is open and calm and I'm connected to the light because you think about it your central nervous system is really the way that your intuition moves through your body that's how it gets your attention whether it's goosebumps on your arm because you feel spirit near you or a sensation of heat or cold or you know being able to feel somebody's pain in your own heart space that all comes back to your own central nervous system because that's what's operating to bring you that information so it was really interesting in terms of kind of going, you know, other people can be way more sensitive to stress and recognizing too the negative implications that this has. So even asking yourself, you know, on a daily basis, to what level do I feel like I'm good enough on a scale of one to 10? And, you know, if it's like a three or a four, Ask yourself further questions: Is that in some way, shape, or form connected to me comparing myself, wanting to compete with other people, or even experiencing some jealousy? You know, and and again, I think often too, what people forget, especially when you're stepping into business, right? Because it can be really easy to go, "Oh, look at all these people around me; they're all doing the same thing." Um, how do I know that what I've got to offer? is good enough and we talk a lot about wanting to establish ourselves as you know a leader so that means we need to put ourselves out there and that can be really scary too because maybe you'll get your head chopped off or maybe you'll get attacked right and it what i want to say to any budding entrepreneur or business owner right is this is why you want to be so focused and committed to your mission that it doesn't matter Right? If somebody says something unkind or mean or cruel, that you're just kind of like, thank you, because on some level, it's making an impact. And I know there might be people out there going, what? What are you talking about if somebody kind of says something mean or nasty? The first couple of times that happened to me in my business, I was just like, oh, that's awesome. And I've had some situations, folks, you know, like you don't get to, you know, being where you're at without making some kind of impact, without people having some commentary on it. I have had literally had people say to other people, don't work with her. And that was just complete jealousy because the universe always brings you the information that you need, right? And I now know that that person who said that actually wants to do this line of work. So when you're intuitive too, right, you you can see through people, you can see their fear really easily. That doesn't necessarily mean that you want to hang out with them because, of course, folks, people who attack themselves will attack you, Right? Squeeze an orange, orange juice out. Somebody's busy attacking themselves, squeeze them, they will attack you. So be aware of that, right? So we're kind of slipping away from feeling jealous to having people being jealous of you. So let's kind of go back to the last step though, which is really once you've got the message, which is what part of me is believing that this is true? Because again, this is where we want to do the inner work and go, where was there a time in the place in the past where I made this true? Because that's where the wound is. And we always want to go find the wound and heal the wound, right? So we can show up in the future without the wound. And guess what? When you don't have the wound anymore, it doesn't hurt, right? No wound. It's all healed. Something like that can happen. And then you're like, it's okay. I can just see that that person's in fear. It's not enough to just go, oh, it's the other person's problem. No. We want to take responsibility and check inside of ourselves and go, is there some kind of contraction here for me? Am I, has my vibration dipped a little bit because of the circumstance? Like, what is this showing me about myself? Because I can tell you right now, it's showing you a lack of self-love. If you are making somebody else's reality better than your own, you are literally saying that I don't, I don't have that. There's something wrong with me. That's not very loving towards self. That's what we want to look at unpacking and going, what would it take to be really happy with what I do have? What would it take to be the person who acknowledges my value and sees and feels it? And you know, the best way to do that, folks, is not really from your mind, it's from your soul. And doing the deep inner work of healing And that takes effort. And not everybody will raise their hands for that because they feel scared about doing it. But I tell you, folks, it is the path to set you free. You don't really need to have a mindset where you're like, I'm so great, I'm so wonderful, right? You just need to peel away all the BS that you have accumulated that is contributing to you thinking erroneous thoughts which contribute to a feeling. Because guess what? If you are peeling away all those layers is there will be no erroneous thoughts your mind won't think like that because there's no woundedness there maybe it's a pattern maybe it's a habit maybe it's a whole bunch of limiting beliefs from your past maybe it's trauma maybe it's woundedness it all leads back folks. Your soul is always showing you if there's something that's looking to be healed. And, you know, I've seen this before a lot of times when women step into their power, especially their spiritual power. It's quite a dance, because what we have to do as leaders is be really aware of our own ego right we have to check where our ego is holding us back we have to check where our ego is pitting us against other people we have to check and um you know this is why I love this is one of the best things I've learned from my dad which is often just be still and be quiet and the universe will show you what it is that you need to know You know, I remember another woman who wrote a really savage email and sent it out to her whole newsletter. I don't know if she realized that I was on her newsletter list and I don't know if she realized that I knew she was talking about me, right? But again, it's okay because it's kind of like, wow, you know, I'm actually going to send love and blessings to that person because I can see they're in fear. And if they're attacking me to this level, what on earth are they doing to themselves? So when you have awareness, it's easier to have compassion, right? But again, checking inside, right, to go, what's going on for me in terms of feeling attacked and how do I shift that so it's safe to keep expanding, right? That is the dance of being in business. (laughs) And it's an amazing dance, right? Because when you truly step into your authentic power, then nobody can touch you, Because you have created a relationship with yourself that you know your value so well that if somebody comes at you with attack thoughts, you're just like, no, I'm not available for that. I'm sorry that you're attacking yourself, but I am not going to let you into my life and world for you to attack me. And people show you who they are. And that's totally fine because, of course, maybe that's part of their journey. Maybe they're going to come into a different level of awareness and they're going to show you that they have shifted. I've seen that before and it's actually really beautiful. But also, too, don't let people into your world who are going to attack themselves because they will do it to you, too. All right, that's kind of my rule of thumb. Number seven is to be grateful for what you already have. Right? So when you've gone through this process, whether you, even if you're on the receiving end of it or you're the one feeling jealous, to go through these seven steps and to get you back to a place of neutrality. You know, when there is big contraction, there is great opportunity to reclaim your power because what you are doing is it's kind of like a little, a little nugget that the universe is giving you to say, here's an opportunity for you to reclaim the power, for you to reclaim the truth of who you are. And, when, and sometimes when it's a little one, it's like, oh, we can do that quickly. Sometimes when it's bigger, it's going to take a little bit of work. And, right, and we all know those big boulders that we have in our life that are just huge. And it's going to take way more time. It's just going to be something that maybe you need to keep on chipping away at. Or get some help right to shift it more quickly that's one thing I love about energy work right it's when somebody comes to you and they've been looking for a solution for a long time you do some energy work it shifts really quickly because that's the last thing right they, they haven't tapped it in such a way that they know how to wiggle the roots a lot of times people present and they go I think this is the problem and it's always way deeper than that but they can't actually psychically see it for themselves And it's funny how we do that. We go, oh, you know, like I'm having an issue with my partner, but it's not actually about that. It's often an intimacy issue that's connected to when you were little, right, that has been created or it's in the subconscious or it's a belief that you're running or it's some kind of fear that you're holding, right? And when you shift that, boing, right? Everything else shifts because everything's connected, which is why people, you know, when they come and they work on intimacy and their abundance goes through the roof, or where they come and work on abundance and their intimacy shifts, it's all connected. And that's the beauty of doing the deep inner work and having the courage to do it. You know, um, I've always been an advocate for living your dreams, um, and staunchly so, you know. And you and the thing is, as well, folks. This kind of stuff, like I made some notes, right? This stuff can take time. And when you are in business, you do not want stuff slowing you down. Slowing you down. So you want to learn skills and tools to how to shift through things quickly right you don't want to stay stuck and this is I see this with business owners and entrepreneurs all the time they slow themselves down by the way they feel I don't feel like it today oh I can't believe that person said that so I'm just going to hide under the blankets for the day because I feel so sad no you want to do the proactive work of sitting there and going okay right? Seven steps. I'm going to acknowledge the way that I'm feeling. I'm going to own it. It's my feeling. It's not actually about the other person. I'm going to do the work of addressing it. I'm going to feel it because that's the fastest way for it to move through. It's got some hidden gems in this. I'm going to learn what it takes to feel my feelings, right? I'm going to get a coach maybe who's going to help me do that because the faster I can learn how to move through my feelings, I'll have the skill set for the rest of my life and get it. Like not many people, you know, I don't know that many people who know how to facilitate their own feelings well. We all need acknowledgement. We all need validation in terms of our emotions. It's one thing to be able to do it for yourself. It's a completely another thing to be witnessed by somebody else. That is healing. Witnessing is so healing and transformational. So again, finding a coach to help you do that right, realizing that it's come from an erroneous thought process. You've told yourself a story, you've told yourself that something that is not true. And again, this can be really challenging to the ego. I get it, right? The ego can be like bobsy die, but you don't know what's happened to me. You don't know what they've said. That's all part of the story. We need to collapse that paradigm so we can go back into the truth. The truth being right to remind yourself, number five, that you're a creator being in a body, Number six, get the message, right? What is this showing you about yourself? Is there something that's looking to be healed? Is there somewhere that you have a limiting belief in regards to yourself? Is there a lack of self-love here? And number seven, to be grateful, right? Oh, I remember who I am. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that I can shift this energy quickly. I'm grateful that this person is showing me my own potential. I'm grateful to have this person in my life to show me that, So depending on which side of the fence you're on, right? But you can use those seven steps both for, you know, if if you're jealous of somebody or if you have had jealousy directed towards you. And um, again, recognising that it all comes back to attack thoughts. Now, an attack thought instantly puts you on victim. I know, right? It's like, "Mm!" and victim energy, right? What does victim energy do? blames, criticizes, judges, victimizes others. You know, this is where we can experience hate and fury and rage. So that kind of stuff needs to be addressed because you can be guaranteed if you do some psychic detective work that it's probably connected to something from your past. It's not even about the situation in front of you. The situation in front of you is the trigger The past experience is what's looking to be healed. And that's why I love the work that I do because I help people to connect the dots. Once they have the dots all connected and the energy flows again and everything opens up, they're just like, oh my goodness. And we realize, right, that we're all human beings and we all have the same range of emotions. But how you choose to respond to everything is massive, massive. And once upon a time, like when I was doing this work by myself on myself, it might take me weeks to move through something. This is hugely important as a business owner. You do not have the time to do that. If you have a mission that you're wanting to put out into the world, you do not have time to get stuck in your junk. You need to move through it as quickly as possible so you can get back on point. So this is why it's so important to learn the tools to be able to send your energy in the direction that you want it to go, which is making an impact, showing up, shining bright, being in leadership, being the person who's going to overcome the challenges, be the person who doesn't pay attention to those voices, to the attack thoughts, be the person who has a strong boundary and says, I'm not available to that, not from anybody else, and also, not from myself. It's almost like I remember um, Emma, if you're listening. Love you bunches, my friend Emma, who lives in London. And um, I remember going to her place once, and I was complaining about something, and she just went, and you know, and then I start talking, she'd be like, nope, sh-. you know, like Austin Powers, right? But it was so good though, right? Because she was so onto it. She was like, don't, don't speak the negativity into your field. It is not serving you. It is not helping you to continue to do that. Shift the paradigm, change the story, send the energy back to where you want it to go, which is the expansion. That's what a leader does. And a leader does it quickly because a leader knows that you do not have time to waste on that BS because that's what it is. Somebody's jealous of you, great. Awesome. Send them some blessings, right? If somebody attacks you, Send them some kisses Right be in the energy of blessing the people who are attacking you It means that you're making an impact it means on some level somebody's looking at you and going gosh I wish I had what she had right bless them Don't let their attack thoughts become your attack thoughts. Kind of send them back the energy of what a leader does, which is I have a strong boundary, I love myself enough and I see myself as worthy and what I'm offering that I'm not going to allow people who don't like me, who want to attack me, who want to pull me down. Another thing that can often come with jealousy that I've seen before, people put you on a pedestal and what people do when they put you on a pedestal is they have a tendency to knock you off. Right? So really stepping into that space of recognizing that. I've seen people do this to me before and I'm like, oh, that's curious. I was just over there minding my own business. You popped me on a pedestal and now you've turned around and tried to whack me off it. You know what it is though, folks, right? In a way, what you're doing is you're reflecting to other people about their own power proposition. Are you the person who is stepping into their authority? Now, for me, authority and power, let me break this down for you, right? Because a lot of people, times people hear those words and then it's like, eh. Authority to me is being the author of your own life. You're the person who's choosing what direction you're going in. You're the one who's making the decisions. You are the CEO. How do I feel? Does this feel good? Am I going to continue to do it? do I like this? Is this easy? Is this hard? How can I tweak this so it feels more effortless? Doing that in my business all the time. You want to do this in your life as well. Who do I hang out with that it feels good with? Am I actually prepared to be alone rather than hang out with other people who want to attack me? (laughs) Yes, right. Especially as a sensitive introvert, it's just like, no, thank you very much. I would rather spend my time alone with the universe, with God's source energy, receiving downloads and divine information, than hang out with people who haven't yet got to that place when they can be kind to themselves, let alone to other people. Okay, so really recognizing as well, what kind of boundaries, standards and values are you implementing in your own life? If you are chipping into your authority, that means you are making all those decisions. You are the one who is choosing the upgrades in your life. You are the one who is determining what it looks like for you. Okay, and of course, power, power for me is not about power over. It's not about domination. It's definitely not from the ego. It is pure source energy running through your body that is power and when you're choosing that on a consistent basis all of this stuff is kind of um, it's kind of like dust on the carpet it's really insignificant because when you know your true power and you know yourself as love you don't need to be hanging out in these frequencies you can just simply be aware of it shift through it see it for what it is love the part of yourself that is maybe having that experience, but no, it's not the truth. And most people, folks, are afraid of their own power. Right? We're afraid of the true power of who we are because the true power of who we are forgives everybody for everything. There is no resistance. You can spit in my face and I'll still love you. Because right? that's what true power does. Because again, that's like, and again, because I know the energy within me I can see the fear in you, but I can still love you anyway. I don't need anything from you. I don't need you to validate me. I don't need you to say you're amazing. I don't need you to um, pat me on the back or congratulate me. I don't need anything from you because I know who I am. I know what it feels like to have source energy run through my body. I know what true power is. It doesn't come from me. It comes from my divinity. that's where we place our attention that's where we focus that's where we show up every day and say how can I be in service to the divine how can I allow more light to move through my body oh it's making me emotional folks you know because it's true it's all about devotion on a daily basis to the truth of who you are and if you're showing up in those frequencies it's easy to extend love You know, and again, for me to even get to that place, right, where I can see this other woman that I've been jealous of and bless her and want to see her be so successful. Because again, you know, I've been able to flip the energy within myself so I can see her as an extension of me, of what's possible and to love her and bless her and bless her journey and bless my journey and be in the energy of um, gratitude for that too, The source energy in her is showing me about the source energy in me. And so giving me the opportunity to step more fully into that. That is the source of your true power. That is true power. You know, power from ego is not power. It's just manipulation. So we want to be the people who do the work to have enough courage to step into our true power and our true light. And to see that all of these energies are often just a distraction. You know, the jealousy, the competition, all of it can just be a distraction to keep us away from what is true and what is truly powerful. And doing the inner work to be able to go, I'm going to show up to my infinite greatness. I'm able to show up to my infinite divine light within me. And I'm going to do that consistently. Because when you do... Those voices in terms of comparison, they fade out. You know, like I, when I'm on social media, I am, what am I looking for? I'm looking for inspiration. I'm looking for people who are in their power. I'm looking for people who are um, embodied in that. I'm looking for people who are giving me permission, right, to love myself more, to step into a bigger um, container to be the person who brings more light into the world to be able to be of bigger service to others to really help people to connect to their own divinity their own power their own light so they can feel that in their bodies too and then they can realize that you know like jealousy comparison and competition is just a funny little game that they've been playing with themselves and it becomes insignificant just like the dust on the carpet And also too, folks, if you don't learn what it takes to move through these energies, I've seen people get so messed up on this stuff, like it has ruined their lives because they haven't been able to pop through and actually get to that place where they're like, you know what, if I see it in somebody else, it's totally available to me. They get fixated on it and it just messes them up. and they stay stuck in the frequencies of sadness and disempowerment because what they're really objecting to or resisting is their own true power. No other person is doing anything to you. It goes through your perception and that's what we want to get clear so we can see, feel, know, hear the universe in every single moment. When we're opening ourselves up like that, The sky's the limit in terms of what's possible. You will literally shift your perspective of reality. And again, you know, these are wonderful opportunities to reclaim power. You know, like when I've had circumstances where people have been unkind, mean, cruel, at the time, right, the ego goes, oh, ouch. But spirit goes, ah, this is awesome. This is a wonderful way for you to reclaim more power. And how wonderful that is to be able to pick it up, reclaim it and use it to project you further to where you want to go. Folks, if you've enjoyed this, please do come and join us in the Intuitive Life Academy Facebook group where we support you every day in terms of shifting your vibration and helping you to become the person that you wish to become. of Life Academy is the place where you can learn intuitive and psychic development, where we help you to step into profit as a light worker, and we also help you to shift your relationship with abundance and money. I'm sending you so much love and light. It's always a joy and a pleasure. I'll say goodbye to Facebook now. Just turning that off, but um, take good care of yourselves, folks, and make sure that you are choosing to notice when the universe is talking to you through those feelings of contraction. I'm sending you lots of love. Bye for now. Bye.